0: which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. With that being said, I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Let's dive in. What's up, everyone? This is David, a.k.a. Reverse Long. I'm here with Joe Kennedy of Four Eyes Finance, and we're doing this macro jabber thing that we started a while back now has been a few of them and uh it's just started out with me trying to get better with macro um it's last year uh actually before last year throughout my trading journey i kind of just ignored macro just focused on small caps and macros you know if you want to improve as a trader you got to get better at these things you know because uh, have the the world opened up to you and more opportunities show up and just better understanding more knowledge is always good so yeah so joe is um trades options and he's you know has this four eyes finance uh website thing going on where he covers macro with his buddies and uh he was doing an internship at trade space um last year and i I think he's still doing uh he's still part of the san lucci team and uh yeah he's always good to talk to joe was in the military so like that in itself makes him you know more consciously aware of macro to begin with so yeah, so here we are. We're going to go over some latest macro events. Um, should be fun. fun talk. So what's
1: up, Joe? How's it going? Good, good. Appreciate you having me back. Um, we'll jump right into it. I got the list fired up over here. I think the first thing we should talk about is the oil situation in Europe right now. Um, so have you seen anything on Twitter about like what Germans are going to be paying for electricity this coming winter? Like the bars in England, I think was another one. Or have you read much on it yet?
0: um i haven't read much on it so i had someone on the podcast earlier this week uh justin he was going over the natural gas situation about germany uh not being able to get natural gas from russia because of the sanctions the world isn't put or something like that is that <laughs> something like that
1: yeah so from my <laughs> understanding as it's kind of evolved um it's pretty mainstream. It's not like a fringe perspective, really. Like I think I was reading it in financial times or something like that, that now Russia, cause Europeans cannot buy Russian oil. So Russia's exporting to China cause they'll still buy it. And China's marking up the price and selling it back to the Europeans. And now Nord Stream 1 was shut down for maintenance. And that was the last connection from Russia to the Europeans to get the natural gas. So now you have, the government stepping in to try to control the commodity prices. And I've seen headlines from Austria, Switzerland, Germany, Finland, UK, like pretty much every major European country talking about how this is going to be an issue for them. Um, and there's a guy that I work with who lives in Germany, and I was talking to him the other day and I asked him, like, how much do you pay in electricity? How much like because natural gas is used in homes for heating, I think a lot in Germany. Um, those things, and he's like, Normally it's $60 a month. And they just had to pay their last payment was three fifty so that's pretty significant to the average um person in society there um so I don't know uh, do you have any take on it yeah so i uh, i
0: I also heard that um that the Germans started using wood burning wood to for fire and all that it's kinda <laughs> kinda you know what do you say that's kind of that's that's a, that's a little that's a little <laughs> that's a little, that's a little intense, you know? So um, a lot of uncertainty there. So what, what do you think of that? So it's, it's, it's uh, causing like uncertainty, doubt and like,
1: Yeah, you, know, and you already terms- have it where like I have a hard time conceptualizing all in my head, but then you also have the ECB and a similar predicament to the fed where they're trying to raise rates to combat inflation. Uh, they've stopped quantitative easing and putting money into the economy but now they're trying to control the price of energy even more. So it's, it's interesting that they're going to raise rates and have negative impacts to the economy in terms of like jobs, um, consumer spending power. And then you still have inflation, like the cost of living is rising. It's like two forces fighting each other. Um, and right before this, I, I I was just reading the Australian central government came out. They're the first government that at least Zero Hedge was talking about. That's taking a lower interest rate stance. They like came out and they said, because you have all the Fed speakers talking now about how we're going to raise seventy-five percent. We have to fight inflation; that's our number one objective. And the Australians, they had a central banker come out today and say that we're willing to lower rates again if the economy needs it. So you might see the Europeans and the U.S. trickle with that um, in time, which would be interesting.
0: Interesting. Okay, so um. You mentioned uh, the Fed. So Jay Powell came out today, right? I saw this.
1: The market he was speaking at yeah. Some I don't even know what he said this morning. To be honest with you, it was just that he was doing like a breakfast. It was before the market opened.
0: I got you because like during midday, the I saw the Nasdaq, the QQQs took a huge hit, but I didn't. I didn't really. Invest yeah,
1: it thing. wasn't due to that. Um, I read an interesting article last night. I don't really know what it's worth, but I'll just throw it out there. Basically, talking about how the Fed has the most power out of any three-letter agency in the U.S., and arguably more power than the president. Have you, have you ever heard somebody say something like that? Um, No,
0: except I think uh, watching, I think I, I talked about it with you, this documentary Zeitgeist a long time ago. They, ah, they talk yeah. about the Fed and, and all this stuff. I need to rewatch it. I saw that when I was, like, in college. Um, Yeah, we. <laughs> I recommended it to you the other day because you sent me uh, another documentary to watch as well. You <laughs> can talk about some other time. I know YouTube is going to ban it for sure. Yeah. So, um,
1: <laughs> but, um yeah. Uh, so it's a kind of interesting time in this. I, I think ever since we've done Macro Talk, it's been an interesting time nonetheless. But it'll be interesting to see how it evolves. And it kind of goes to the next thing that I was going to talk about with the student debt relief and how we're in the middle of fighting an inflationary period. We're relieving student debt. And I was just reading it today also. We've given another $2 billion in, um, assistance to Ukraine so I think we've given Ukraine over what 12 billion since the war started out and okay so it uh it's interesting with that and did you read much on the inflation reduction act that was
0: no I know a little bit about the student debt stuff uh but what's the inflation reduction act first
1: the, it's like most things that come out of Washington that are like 600 pages and they're signed in like 12 hours. So I I'm no expert on it by any stretch of the imagination, but one of the interesting takeaways I thought was the IRS is going to add 88,000 new or 87,000 new. Um, oh
0: yeah. That one. Okay. Employees. Uh, Employees. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it's interesting too that like part of the footnotes is like the IRS now has like firearms and I mean, they've become more of like have a, guns, yeah. a weaponized department. Um, yeah. And I actually, I was audited by the IRS my first year out of college because I filed my W-2 wrong and I owed, it was interesting that like somebody who made, I don't remember what I made, like 70,000 the first year out of college. And then they came after me and said that I owed XYZ. So I've had that running with the IRS before, but it'll be interesting to see how that targets middle class Americans.
0: So you know you know, um, what's that movie with Zach Gaffinaphagus or something like that? He's the IRS agent. I do not see that. Oh man, I forgot the movie. You know Zach, Zach, Zach the guy Ophina- from, that? The dude from the yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh he was an IRS agent. So I can't picture him like doing the movie again, like he has a gun and, and uh <laughs> Zach, um yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, I forgot the movie, but uh, he was. He was in it. It was a funny movie. Obviously, it's funny when he's in it. So like, um, now uh, the student debt crisis. So what's your take on that? Before I, before I chime in.
1: Um, I don't know. Having like, I did the military to pay for college. So like, it frustrates anyone or like, I don't know. I saw somebody. I saw a clip on Twitter of this guy going up to Elizabeth Warren and being like. I did community college for two years, and then worked two jobs during college. To have it all paid off, and like, I get no benefit from this. And like, I don't know if it's oh yeah, that's or, right.
0: I saw that. I saw that clip.
1: Yeah, for like people who took a different route to have college paid for, I think they feel like they've been cheated by the system. But like yeah. at the same time, like I don't have any student debt. Period. So yeah. I
0: have nothing really to complain about. Uh, so, so that guy, let's let's go over that. So that a guy approached Elizabeth Warren at the end of a conference, and, like she was standing there, he was waiting to talk to her. Yeah. And he he said, "Hey, I I went to I I paid all the college, or no, I paid afterwards. I was responsible. I paid. Yes. And do I get my money back?" And look, Warren goes, "Ah, oh, no." And she like laughed. Yeah. Said, no, of course not. Yeah. Then he said, "Oh, so I get screwed." And then, and then she did this she an doesn't answer. And then, uh, he just walked, he just stormed off. He just, yep. like, he just, he, he knew he
1: was going to get nowhere.
0: Yeah, no. And, and uh, it, was, it looked like a genuine confrontation and, uh, yeah, I, I feel for the guy, man. If you're responsible, you get screwed. And Elizabeth Warren gladly said, no, you don't get like, didn't even yep. flinch. She didn't like no sympathy. No. Hey, you were responsible. There's no understanding going on. Like, I feel your pain, man. It's just like, ha ha. Nope. You got screwed, buddy. You know, yep, exactly. <laughs> you were, you were responsible. That's not cool. You know, you got to, you you should have been irresponsible. That's messed up. Um, now, if anyone understands student loans, it's definitely me. Uh, I, I, I went through the whole thing. I went to architecture school, grad school, undergrad. Um, it was a giant bill. I don't need to say how much, but it's, it's, it's on the upper tier. Let's just say that, or it was on the upper tier. Um, and I went through the whole, when I was trying to figure all that out, the whole income driven repayment plan and all this at, at a few years ago, before I was trading, there was a lot of phone calls going on about like people that were claiming who scams. I think of claiming that they're going to do student loan forgiveness. And if you pay them a certain amount of money, they can help get your student loans for yep. forgiven. And you know, that went away. I think they cracked down on that, but, um, a lot of people were trying to take advantage of that, like uh, get, getting people that don't know how to navigate the student loans, uh, because there was this program called the income driven Re- repayment program, and it's still going on. And it's it's just you pay according to how much you make the the certain amount of according yep. to how much you make instead of just like you owe 300,000, 400,000, and then you're just paying uh, a chunk of that every month. And this is your whole salary, basically. So the income driven repayment program, you pay a certain chunk of what you make, very small amount. I think it's like 5%, 10%, something like that. So anyway, I'm saying that, so it, th- that was a manageable program for a lot of people that were professionals. They got professional degrees like I did with architecture, with uh, medicine, law, yeah. uh, engineering, whatever it takes, those, those kind of professions, it's, it's an expensive degree. And it's a shame. Like those are, those are the professions that we need in the world. And we're we're charging an arm and a leg for quality education in those fields, which is a disaster in itself, because I remember looking at Patrick David's podcast, Value Valuetainment, he's going over it. He's like, all right, so these colleges, you know, a student uh, around that's going to these schools like 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 me at the time, for example, you can't get a more uh, uh, a loan for anything, but you can get a student loan. You know, and like you tr- all you're trying to do is go to school and get the master's degree and so you can come out and then you just got to take on these loans And the school. Uh, the, the the schools know this. So they keep jacking up the prices because all you're going to do is get the loan to, to fill up the to get to go to the school. Right. So the schools just jacked up the prices. I remember at UCLA, you know, we had the top amenities, the top gym, the graduate school gym. And I'm like, damn. So that's their justification for just cranking up the price. So yeah. like the schools, it shouldn't cost that much. We don't need a graduate student gym. We don't need as seven museums on campus and like we don't need a state of the art facility to go eat lunch, have a buffet lunch, and yeah. uh you know, and and all this unnecessary shit. So like that and and like now I understand finance and and responsible if you're uh just a kid or if you're just uh someone that's just trying to get a law degree or trying to go to a neuro you got your neural neurology bachelor's and now you're trying to go to med school and take the mcat and the lsat and you're trying to do this and you're signing up for a massive loan and possibly going out of state uh which is even more expensive and you know you want to go to the best school you can because you know i I, you know that's that's so you're you're trying you know that's why you just trying to do your best Yep. And a lot of these students that that's how you see the 200 grand, 300 grand, 400 grand student loans. Now there, there are a chunk of people that are taking, going to private schools to party, like some four year school, like Steve Jobs did. Steve Jobs dropped out, but those are like expensive undergrad schools. Um, that's degree in something else in sociology or. Yep. or or Western dance, or I don't know, gender studies, you know, (laughs) you know, gender studies with the minor in Western dance, you know, so (laughs) (laughs) basket, underwater basket weaving, who knows what it is, but, um, yeah, those should be eliminated. It should stop that, you know? So, but like common sense will prevail eventually make, you know, the thing is with, with the whole pandemic and all that now with zoom, um, people did, I I can't believe it, man. I was looking back and like a lot of the schools didn't cut down their prices for yep holding Zoom classes.
1: I'm like, damn. Yep.
0: So all all that just all that stuff I mentioned about the amenities and the gym and the lounges and this and this and crazy libraries You'll all pay over for the campus it, you never use it. It's all Zoom. Yeah, they paid for it. They don't even use it. So like it's crazy. But um, but yeah. Now so okay so. The student loans—I don't know what happened with the student debt stuff that happened, but like, okay, ten grand got wiped off. There's going to be later this year people can apply for ten grand to be taken off the top, and then it's uh, after if they make certain less than a certain amount. uh, I think it's less than 150k. Yeah, you can make you apply to get 20 grand wiped off the top. Yeah, and then what's even more interesting to me is all those people on income-driven repayment plans it was okay after 20 years before it would get um, uh, forgiven 20 years, is a long time, you know, Ooh, of, of no. consistent payments. Now they, they cut it down or I think they cut it down. I haven't kept track hundred percent, but they, they reduced it to 10 years. So like if you're cutting all those, that's a lot of money. that's just going to get forgiven. Yeah, it's, That's half the amount of time. And then also instead of paying like 10%, they lowered it down to 5%. I don't think, they reduce it a lot and this stuff is not talked about, but this, this is way it it's way more uh, money. That's getting cut off uh, over a slower period of time than just the 10 grand and 20 grand getting for uh, just cut, you know? So there's a lot more going on that. It looks like they're pushing this up down the line as well. So we're not going to feel the, feel the, the crazy hit that we really do need to feel or that, that we sh- that should have been felt um with student loans it's getting the like, kicking the can down the road again
1: so i, I think don't, from the macro perspective it's kind of like a lot of things have changed in the last couple of years but now in a sense like the psychology of like an american you just keep pushing the boundary of like i never thought a stimulus check would be possible and we got stimulus checks i never thought that debt would just be forgiven and that you've like created a new precedent that can't really be walked back
0: yeah you know? that's a great point so like yeah, I never thought, oh, you just
1: cancel the payment.
0: You know, what I'm <laughs> you know, that's it. It just yes. disappears.
1: they <laughs> like, now that you've done that, it just creates this, like, I don't know if you can ever, like, walk it back the same way, you know?
0: Because I thought about it, like, in LA in the pandemic, people weren't paying rent. I still think they're not paying rent. And, like, okay, so if, <laughs> if, if the person still doesn't, doesn't pay the rent, the landlord doesn't get the money, the landlord mm-hmm. owes someone money. So that the ultimately just get well, then they just cancel it. Yeah, it just just disappears.
1: I don't know. Uh, I think the implications for that are just like a lot more significant than people acknowledge. And it would be the same thing if we had a politician who came in and was able to pass universal health care. You could never like backstep it then, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. One, one. Yeah, it's like yeah. The
1: the psychology of an American would just like not be able to handle. It's like when you went to the grocery store in twenty twenty and there wasn't food there. You started to see like real human emotion come out.
0: Yeah. Um. I remember seeing watching a podcast a while ago talking about taxes and like okay so taxes were started when the Civil War uh, ended. We needed, a t- I think, it might, it might have been Lincoln. I don't even know. I think it was Lincoln. Actually, he um he said okay we're gonna do taxes for a brief period to pay off, and then we're gonna get a, take taxes yeah, away. Did. And you know we still got them. <laughs> still got them. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So it's like once you start something, it's usually it's really yeah. hard to, to take it out. You know,
1: it's like wearing a mask in a hospital now. Will you ever not wear a mask in a hospital ever again?
0: I you know it's, it's, it's done. It's done. Yeah. People um, still like wearing the mask, though. You know, I I've, I I've, I've traveled and I'm like, I don't know. You like wearing a mask. And sometimes I guess it makes them feel better.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, <laughs> even on the camera, you know, it's like, yeah.
1: <laughs> know. um Which leads to my next point, which is kind of interesting. The EV law that was recently passed for California, right? Now, you're in California, so you might know better. It was passed by, like, your Department of Motor Vehicles that you cannot buy a gas-made vehicle after 2035 is what the rule is, right?
0: That's what I heard, yeah.
1: But it's, like, ironic because now this week you have rolling blackouts reported across California because you're having issues with the power grid, right?
0: Yeah, it's insane. I I keep getting (laughs) texts... (laughs) text messages
1: (laughs) and i don't even really understand what's causing because california is not on its own power like texas is on its own power grid california is tied into like a west coast one isn't it
0: i have no clue man it's just really weird it's the first time i get those text messages uh it's not even that hot outside today or yesterday it's it's supposed to be even like a drizzle and it still was this is la so i guess it's just all of southern california
1: I don't know. Um, it's just ironic that they make that announcement and then, like, the following week they're like, "We have issues with the power grid, so now you have vehicles like."
0: The timing was so weird. Yeah, yeah. The timing was <laughs> so weird.
1: You know? Um, and not to be like tinfoil hatish with it, but are you familiar with the congressman from Berkeley, um, Eric Swall?
0: Uh, no, I'm not. No, what's going on? Okay. With
1: him? um he's from the same area as nancy pelosi he's like it's been reported i think he's married to a chinese woman or something like that it's been reported that he like has done business with the chinese before um and you think about it because to make an ev you need all these precious metals that we import
0: uh, so, i see
1: yeah. yeah and it's the same thing with when nancy pelosi made the trip to taiwan and she brought her son with her and like nobody like why would you ask questions why she's bringing her son with her and like there was never a question whether or not they're gonna like shoot down her plane
0: uh, how old how old is her son like 50 okay so gavin newsom is her nephew okay so it's like man it's all like it's weird. weird yeah. um what what is i haven't kept up with nancy pelosi's stuff like her positions and all that uh, what whatever happened with the N- N- nvidia yeah or... people
1: were because I don't know if you saw there was a a rule put in now that their stock took a huge hit like a week after she sold it. It was down like 12%. It like gapped down and went down because there's now like a a certain thing that has to happen before they can sell the chips or there's some cost in their manufacturing, which is going to really hurt them. Um, So yeah, she got out of her position. Then it sold off like $50. So I haven't seen any new long positions that she's taken recently though.
0: Yeah, uh she was at the podium and someone mentioned something and then she just like left also yeah. Sit down.
1: Yeah, would your was your husband inside her trade and she's like, Oh, that's ridiculous, and then she walked away. I mean what how
0: <laughs> Well, how was she gonna answer that? You know? So
1: <laughs> I don't know. And they <laughs> act like they're separate entities. She, they they her got her.
0: Did. No, it's just they they she, she couldn't answer yeah. it, you know, she just got her in a pickle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> People, I don't, you think about it though. Like Hillary Clinton was interviewed yesterday, and she was talking about the raid on Trump's house, and obviously she had the email like scandal as well. And she's like, "We just need to fight for like democracy and freedom of information." It's like they know that everyone has this perception of them, and they don't care because they can't. Like nothing will happen.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's crazy, man. I didn't see the one with Hillary, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, okay, how about okay? So Ukrainian government.
1: So you had sent an article. Did you read the on the BBC talking about them like reforming their parliament? Yeah, with with the US people. There yeah so There's like somebody from the US or somebody from like Latvia. I think there are a few different countries. Um, but yeah, the they're like head of the Department of Finance or whatever they would call it over there is an American, which I thought it was interesting that the FT is going to report this because think about how much money they're getting from America and who's going to then control where the money goes it's like yeah. i don't know it's kind of bizarre and the whole i don't think anyone knows where the aid's really going anymore
0: no so you said it was 12 billion right
1: i think we're pushing 12 billion total yeah or it's more than 10 billion for sure
0: no one really knows so then we have so we have those us born uh ukrainian people now in the in the parliament is that what in it the is parliament
1: yeah Working with the U.S. agencies to receive and and allocate the funding.
0: Oh man, weird. And then um, we have uh, wasn't Hunter Biden like a uh, on the board of an Ukrainian oil company or something? Yeah, like that?
1: yeah. I don't know too much about that. I know that his salary was like gross though. I think was, he was getting like six hundred grand a year or something from them.
0: Insane. So so we got that going on. Um, doesn't get talked about, you know. So yeah. at all you know yeah um, um it's all weird so but does that oil company well i guess you haven't looked into it but is there yeah. any correlation you think with the natural gas pro well oh now that
1: like you say i've never thought about that and i don't really know much about the oil company to be honest, with you cor- honest
0: with it. yeah yeah because like russia has uh i know ukraine has a lot of uh natural resources i guess it's, yeah. it's a- agriculture but i don't know about oil and gas yeah we have the whole net gas thing going on with um germany that we were talking about earlier yeah and the sanctions so
1: that is interesting
0: uh yeah i guess if you know if you ever get bored go down the rabbit hole of, uh, <laughs> of the hunter Biden. <laughs> 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 oh man um but yeah any other last thoughts
1: uh no i think that's it for now appreciate you having me back on this is always fun to to think about these and they're all pretty applicable to the broad market they're not just like you know, yeah. they have implications in the world, so it's it's interesting to be aware of it. Oh, and check this out, Joe. So I
0: know I showed you those glasses of macro driver. I just ordered some for myself to test it out. Oh, of, sweet. Well uh... yeah, once... it's gonna be cool. We're gonna have like macro driver. And we'll have a, a
1: mug, I'll be sipping on a macro cup.
0: There you go. It'll be
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh and like I'll have more information for everybody else on that stuff later. I'm like building some stuff. That concludes today's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The Friendly Bear Podcast is hosted by me, David, where you can find me on Twitter at reverse underscore long. You can find the Friendly Bear Podcast at www.thefriendlybearpodcast.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and now on YouTube at Friendly Bear Research. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.